All right, welcome back to it. You know, getting through the security line for CPAC can be a bit of a challenge, uh, to say the least. So, um, uh, ironing out a couple of the uh, first day jitters, if you will. Steve, we were live at CPAC at the Gaylord uh, Resort. National Harbor, Maryland is where we are, right across the river from, of course, Washington, D.C. Uh, CPAC this year, big. Uh, the, the lineup of the guests is mind blowing. We'll have the vice president here today, the president on Saturday. Of course, the iconic uh, image of the president hugging the flag came from CPAC last year. Uh, sitting down with me right now, Dave Ray, the communications director for the Federation. For American Immigration Reform. Dave, uh, good to see you. We've never met in person. We have never met in person, but I have spoken to you many times, and it's good to finally put the face with the voice. Uh, good to see you, and I'm, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we were just talking about you have a big event coming up in September because you get all sorts of people together to talk about what you do. So what is it that you do? Right, so FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform, we're the nation's largest immigration watchdog group, and we hold the nation's largest talk radio road every uh, annually. This year it's going to be in late September. We also bring in a huge variety of guests run, running the entire gamut from the Border Patrol to the Department of Homeland Security, right. Tom Homan, Angel Moms, Victims' Rights Groups. So, so when you look at the Federation for American Immigration Reform, Dave, yeah. What, what is it your goal is? What, do you, what is your takeaway? What do you want people to know and to believe and to uh, react to and, and be involved with? Well, we are a public education charity organization, and our, we have 2 million members and supporters across the country. But our mission is to put forward ideas that help uh, policymakers regain control of America's borders and rethink our legal immigration uh, system. For example, President Trump, in talking about legal immigration, was talking about the need to pivot the country from our current chain migration-based sure. uh, model to more more uh, merit-based, so that we were choosing people based on merit. But also, we've spent, since the late 1980s, uh, efforts to try and crack down on illegal immigration. We came out in actually 1988 calling for a wall on the border. We were the first organization to do so. And, of Thankfully, course, that's been a, an ongoing conversation. Yes. Progress now. Yeah. So let me ask you, obviously the, the number of illegals coming over the border today is less than it was. Right. But the problem is already deeply rooted because you have somewhere between 12 and 25 million illegal aliens in America, depending on who you listen to. If you listen to Yale, it's closer to 25 million. Uh, if you listen to Democratic Talking Points, it's like five people. Yeah. You know. Um, our, number affair, is four, right? our number is about 14 and a half million. I think you're low, yeah. but, well, but that's just me. I look at that Yale study and say, you know, I think they've got this. And how many people have lived in the shadow economy and lived places that um, uh, they don't get noticed? Uh, we're with Dave Ray here, the communications director for the Federation for American Immigration Reform Fair here at CPAC 2020 in National Harbor, Maryland. All right, so your goals then. Uh, as you continue this, I mean, the caravans, we used to see those coming up, don't see that too often. Uh, this president has been able to engage the Mexican government oh, yeah. um, with Obrador, which, by the way, that's the president's name for any Democratic <laughs> candidate that might forget. It's Obrador. Also uh, known as AMLO. Uh, also known as AMLO, that's <laughs> correct. To say. Um, so he has been able to parlay some of the uh, strengths of trade negotiations and economic deals yeah. uh, to help clamp down, right? There's been some success. Steve, there's been more than some success. There has been more success by this 
administration with zero help from Congress than we've had in the last 40 years, regardless of whether you're looking at a Republican or a Democratic administration. I mean, it started off with, you know, President Trump inherited catch and release from President Obama, who inherited that from his predecessor. It's been going on for decades. And we started seeing these huge numbers of caravans coming in, and we actually went to the border and met those caravans there and documented the issue and how it was being handled. President Trump had promised to end catch and release. Finally, he said enough was enough. He wasn't getting any help from Congress. And so he did as any businessman would do. He thought outside of the box. Uh, He realized that the United States is Mexico's largest trade partner. We buy 80% of their stuff, and therefore we have a lot of weight to throw around. And he told the Mexican government, you get control of your southern border or you're going to have a tariff on your products, and that's going to hurt. And within days, there were Mexican federal troops on Mexico. And isn't it interesting to note, Dave, that these are all things that were discussed previously. They said, we can't do that. You can't. That can never be done. You can never make a deal there. Uh, The previous administration, Barack Obama, you can't force them to do it. The fact is, you can. You can. And I mean, Congress really left him no uh, options because they were sitting on their hands. Washington was absolutely obsessed over impeachment. You'd think that uh, they would uh, consider uh, the ongoing Uh, illegal alien invasion at the border, not a second thought. Uh, But the president went beyond that. He actually reached out to the the Northern Triangle countries, the countries that were sending most of the immigrants, Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. Sure. And he established what's called safe third-party agreements with them, meaning we have a similar agreement with Canada. If if you claim to be fleeing from your government, let's say you're Brazilian, and you're coming into the United States, if you cross through any of those three countries, then you're no longer at harm from your own government. That's right. And so you have to ask for political asylum there. And if you don't, it's quite clear your intention is not to get away from harm's way. Your intention is to come only to America. And, and I respect that. I who, who, who doesn't want to be an American? They talk about how the well, Democrats say how bad America is, but more than a million people legally right. a year become uh, American citizens, come here or get green cards. They follow right. the, the, the proper path. And then you have however many more that come here illegally. So the people are voting with their feet uh, to get to the United States. Dave, I'm going to give you the last word. Well, you know, we have a very generous legal immigration policy, 1.1 million a year. Right. All we ask of folks is to wait your turn in line. Follow the rules. Background check on you. For those who don't and want to get in abusing our asylum laws, uh, President Trump has put a number of uh, things in uh, as hurdles to, to prevent that from happening. So making sure that Absolutely. only those who are true, truly fleeing political persecution have a safe place to come. Dave, greatly appreciate you being here. Dave Fair, the Communications Director for the Federation for American Immigration Reform, FAIR. Uh, your event in September, we'll talk about being there ourselves. This part of the program brought to you by the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan, ABCMI, the place to find out more about uh, ABC. They are one of our proud partners here for CPAC 2020, coming to you live from the Gaylord Resort in National Harbor, Maryland. I'm Steve Gruber. This is The Steve Gruber Show.